We are finally live. Let's go. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with the Thursday edition of Stay Cash and Show. This is not our fault today that everything was all fucked up. Right, Evan Hand? You actually keep your job today. Not getting fired. You are not getting fired today. Uh, this was Zoom.com's fault. Uh, I know everyone's probably like, well, why don't you? You're on YouTube. What is that, Matt? Is there idiot? But uh, we broadcast from Zoom through YouTube. And we are now back. Uh, I am trying to set this up and send the tweets out so everyone knows. Uh, we have Evan Hand. Let me start with you, my friend. Uh, are you happy that you're keeping your job today? I'm happy I'm keeping my job, but what an absolute nightmare. Literally, we start the show at 2.05 p.m. every day. We I go live at 2.05. 2, 2 but, of course, the day. Uh, not, not Tuesday, not Wednesday, not any other day. Thursday at 2.03 p.m., Zoom decides... We're going to go down today. I mean, listen, it's fucking story of our life. I right? think it was right at two because I was trying to join and it just wasn't letting me do nothing. It was and right I thought right. it was my fault. And I thought I was getting fired. I thought it, was, it wasn't Evan's fault. It was mine. No, any production stuff, only Evan gets fired. We only fire Evan. I mean, <laughs> never, no one else really could get fired at all. Just Evan. That's so right. I, thought Evan, I, th I thought Evan had a new job. When I was yeah. walking home the other night, I stepped on that magazine. I saw Evan on the cover of a magazine with some dude. <laughs> dude do, you, do you have that picture? <laughs> no, not, not him. Please tell me you have that picture. I, I sent it to Evan. I can get it. Please. Oh, want. no, he sent it to me, too. Please tell me you have it. I, I need you to hold that picture up. Let me see where Howie's. Let's see, look at this picture. Hold on. Move it over. Move it over. Back it up. Move it over. Look at that. Tell me that's not Evan Hand. <laughs> that's Evan Hand with his friend, Beefcake. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> Evan. Exactly. I thought it was you, E. I thought it was you. That looked like that looks like Evan and Mike Tyson's grandfather. <laughs> My girlfriend wouldn't be <laughs> very happy about that. Just hugging it in, man. <laughs> I'm literally walking home for Halloween. I look down. There's a magazine. I look down. I'm like, what the fuck's Evan doing on the cover of it? And I was like, holy shit. I mean, it looks so much like you. It's insane. And the <laughs> thing on the top, it, if you see the top, it actually says squirt.org. Squirt. <laughs> Dude, I had a couple drinks last night. Howie was out having a couple drinks last night. We jumped on the phone for what we thought was going to be, what, five minutes, Howie? Yeah. And we were on the phone at like two in the morning. I saw my girls laughing, man. Telling war stories, fucking laughing. That was the funniest shit ever. We're oh. probably on phone for four hours. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I think we're yep. like exclusive now. Are we dating? Nail, nailed that. We nailed that college teaser, man. We just we're juiced up. Yeah, I mean that was fucking. Uh, that was a funny conversation. Was, we would have been like canceled from every outlet in America if anyone. Oh could my god! Listen. If you could listen to five minutes of that conversation, we would have been canceled from every outlet in America. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So, uh, Howie Dewey joining us right out the gate because he was here for the college football segment. So, we said, let's bring the monster in. Uh, Rackets, you got to jump out, what, at 245? Yeah, I got to go pick up my son at like 240, 245. I'll, right. I'll, so I'll pop we'll out. We'll have Howie do the college football with me uh, right at that time uh, while you're out. And then you'll be back for the NFL and shit. So, let's start with the headlines. What do we got here, E Money? Uh, we got a lot of a lot of moves going on in the NFL. Bradley Chubb, he's going to the Dolphins. We have Brandon Cooks, who's pissed off, so he's not playing tonight. Uh, I guess the new thing in the NFL is just basically throwing a temper tantrum when you don't get your way. Yeah, they're just be a baby. They're, they're millennials. I mean, Howie, we talked about this a lot last night. They're just fucking babies, dude. Yeah. 
Yeah. It never would have. Imagine Raleigh or any of the coaches we were talking about fucking having Brandon Cooks just say, I don't want to play because I didn't get traded. Evan's whole generation, man. Unfucking believable. Yeah. It is. I think it's Evan's fault. I think we should fire Evan because Brandon Cooks isn't playing. Yeah. That's fair. I think that makes sense. I'll, I'll that take makes the blame for that one. Yeah. So Brandon Cooks is out. Just so you know, Brandon Cooks' current contract, uh, Brandon Cooks signed a two-year, $39 million contract with the Texans including a $16 million signing bonus. So Brandon Cooks is getting $40 million to be an average wide receiver on a terrible football team and play 17 days for three hours a day a year. And he is not happy and going to just not play football because that is not okay for him to make that menial amount of money rackets to play a kid's game. There's no way. It's the NFL. There's no way. There's no way they're going to pay him. They'll dock. They'll start docking him right now. Well, and that's the new thing now. Now the fucking NFL is moving towards giving all these guys signing bonuses of 15, 20, 30 million. I mean, Deshaun Watson got what 200 something million dollars guaranteed. So once yeah. they guarantee all that fucking money, the NFL loses all their leverage now. That's why they're turning into fucking prima donnas. That's going to pay for a lot of massages, man. Yeah, yeah a lot, <laughs> lot of finger popping there for uh, Brandon Cooks. Uh, any impact here, Rackets, that you think this has on the Texans, especially tonight? No, nah, not really. I don't. They were. I don't. He wasn't in the building all week, so they weren't yeah, planning. I mean, on no, but I'm him saying tonight. from like a prop and fantasy perspective, no. Brandon Cooks obviously, you know, moves up. You know, Chris Moore and guys like that that we'll talk about when we get to the NFL part. But uh, there should be some value on DraftKings and some value in the prop market here. Uh, I don't think they have props up for most of these guys right now. Because of the Brandon Cook situation, I think it's only Pierce that I saw. You guys in the chat can tell me if I'm wrong. Just pull it up. Uh, looks like Fandle at least has – oh, no, they have more, 29.5. Dorsett, 36.5. Uh, so we'll have some plays. I got a couple plays just off those two alone that we'll be playing later on. Uh, what else we got on the headline front? Bradley Chubb, huge addition. We talked about that on Rupp and Rackets. Monster move. Um uh, Raggins, do you have the list of the free agents, or do you have it, Evan, that we can just run down real quick? Uh, I yeah, I can up. grab it. I mean, we can talk about Claypool next. Yeah, Claypool to the to the Bears' rackets. Me and you talked about this yesterday. I thought it would have been a better fit to the Packers, the Giants, you know, a team like that. I mean, Justin Fields fucking sucks, Joey. What the fuck is Claypool going to do? Yeah, and I guess there was a report that came out that said uh, he was going to the Packers until the very last minute that the Bears stole him. What, what, what are you bothering? Like, I don't know. Doesn't make any sense to me. I think they did it more because the receiver class is kind of trash going into college or coming out of college next year. Um, but it's still, I, I don't think Claypool is that good to begin with. No, so, yeah, I mean, he's not a difference maker for the Bears, but the one thing that Justin Fields does well is push the ball down the field. So I can see him helping with like a, you know, the jump balls, those 50 50 balls. But uh, as far as like fantasy impact goes, I would much rather see him go to Green Bay than Chicago. I, he's going to waste away with in Chicago. Yeah, and Howie, we talk a lot. I talk all the time about fucking imaginary players, right? How these teams, like Green Bay needs a receiver bad, right? That could replace Valdez Scantling, who's gone from there. That's a big addition that could take a team like Green Bay going from a shit team to a Super Bowl contender. But they lost the trade because they wouldn't give up like a fucking fourth round pick in 2024. Like who gives a fuck about imaginary players that probably aren't going to pan out anyway? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers will be dead by then. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand what these fucking teams are doing. They're they're missing out on opportunities now for things that might be later. 
But uh, anyway, we went on a whole rant yesterday about this uh, on Rough Rackets. What other trades we got here that went on? So here's the full list of the notable trades. We got Robbie Anderson to the Cardinals, uh, CMC to the Niners, James Robinson to the Jets, Robert Quinn to the Eagles, Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs, big one Roquan Smith to the Ravens, another big one TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings, Chase Claypool just talked about him, Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins, Calvin Ridley to the Jags, and Naheem Hines to the Bills. So I guess we'll start with Hines here, just the last one, because Rackets is a Colts fan. Uh, Rackets, Naheem Hines to the Bills. I mean, that's a fucking monstrous ad. That's a Bills good, there. that's a great move for them, man. Like, uh, it says more about James Cook not being the guy than it does about Hines <coughs> being the guy, but um, the Colts got rid of him because he's getting paid like a top 15 running back and they weren't using him fucking at all. So you might as well ship him off. Um, yeah. Hines is going to, he's going to do damage there. He's going to line up in the slot. He's going to be the, the, probably the primary back behind Singletary. He's going to be in that patch pass catching role too. Um, that cook really couldn't fill, but Hines is now instantly the second best back on that team. Um, and he's overall, he might be the best. Um, they have Singletary is having a, his career year. So I think he's going to end up pretty much staying with what they got there. But, um, Hines is going to get 30, 35% of these fucking, these touches. I mean, just another weapon to the Bills there, Howie. I mean, how much more can the rich gets richer? If, you know, they stay healthy, I don't see any way beating them. I don't think it's possible. Like, I literally – I think I said before the season, I think this is literally one of the best teams in football history, not it's just right now. Both sides. They're loaded. Yeah. I mean, they're fucking loaded as fuck. Plus, they have a nasty home field advantage once it gets to the end of the year in Buffalo playing in that cold weather. I mean, this is – they're lined up. If you got to go through Buffalo with those crazy fans fucking pile-driving each other through tables in fucking snow and 20-degree weather, you know, good luck, you know, going out there and fucking getting Ws. Uh, Hawkinson was the one rackets we talked about yesterday. The most ridiculous thing when we talk about imaginary players. This is the this is the most insane thing I've ever heard for the fucking Lions, and everyone wants to run around and goes, well, the Lions couldn't afford him. Bullshit. You can afford anyone you want. Go fucking cut someone else or get rid of someone else. You don't get rid of a top five tight end in the NFL who can block, who's a possession receiver, and can get downfield, and is a leader, and is young. You don't get rid of that guy. If you look at the teams that are dominant every year, regardless of their roster, it was the Patriots when they had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. The Steelers back in the day always had great tight ends. The Niners always had great tight ends. The Cowboys always had great tight ends with Novacek. The Giants teams always had great tight ends. I mean, look at the teams now. The Chiefs, Kelsey. The Niners, always competitive. Kittle. Like, that versatile, big, stretch-the-field tight end who can also block. Because most tight ends who can catch are like Evan Ingram, where they're a fucking liability on the blocking side. Those guys like Hawkinson and Rackets, he's a top – I would say he's like a top 10 blocking tight end, maybe even higher, right? Yeah, he's top, he's easily top five overall, man. And that's like – that's your biggest mismatch on the field. It's tight end against the linebacker. I don't know what I don't know what you're doing. I mean, you can't get rid of that guy. I don't care who get rid of fucking anyone else on the team outside of St. Brown, him, and maybe a running back. Don't get rid of fucking Hawkinson. And then you give him within the fucking division, you give him to the fucking yeah, Vikings. To Minnesota. And honestly, Howie, I think this puts the Vikings. The NFC sucks. I liked the Vikings before the year. They're fucking six and one or whatever their record is. They lost Irv Smith. It was pretty good at tight end. Now they just got fucking George Kittle at tight end, basically for free. Hawkinson. Yeah. I, I, yeah, mean, Hawkinson. I mean, I'm saying it. I'm saying it like he is George Kittle. I know it's Hawkinson. Yeah, I mean Cousins. When Cousins doesn't turn the ball over, 
They can play with anyone. Yeah, I mean, that, that te- NFC sucks. So, uh, good job, Vikings. Uh, we like our future that we're sitting on. We all threw the future out the other day, plus 1,400, 1,500. I think it's as high as 1,600 for the Vikings to win the Super Bowl in an NFC that has literally the Eagles, yeah. the Niners, and a bunch of fucking who knows what the fuck else is there. So, that shouldn't be bad. And then the Calvin Ridley thing is the last thing we'll touch on, Rackets. Um, the Jaguars just keep stockpiling wide receivers. Like, we go bring in Zay Jones. We're going to go overpay Christian Kirk. We're going to bring in fucking Ridley. I mean, if Trevor Lawrence could fucking evolve at all, if you can't produce next year with this fucking team, with ATN coming around, like, he's a complete bag of shit if he doesn't have a monster year next year. I 100% agree. Uh, We were uh, hating on Christian Kirk's contract the whole time. Now he's not paid to be a one anymore, even though he's getting paid like a one. He's getting paid to be a two now and going into next year, and that's what he is. Um, Kelvin Ridley is top five receiver in the league, guys. Like, he's awesome. (laughs) So when he comes back, he's going to make Lawrence a whole lot better. That seems scary. Yeah. So, I mean, this is uh, is pretty good. Pretty good situation. Good trades for these teams. And then you got teams like the Giants and the Packers who were in a position where you thought they were going to make a move and didn't do shit. So, uh, nothing but any other headlines there. You can switch. You can move college football up on that list there too, because we're going to do that in a minute once Rackets has to leave. Any other headlines here? Uh, just that Zeke is getting scolded by the Cowboys organization because he decided he wanted to leak the Cowboys helmets that they're wearing on Thanksgiving, and they're sick. But obviously, that was supposed to be a secret. So, Cowboys are not happy with Zeke right now. Well, I think the Cowboys are just looking for any reason to be able to fucking but play Pollard. Pollard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. I mean, look, Zeke, Zeke wants to do nothing, Howie, but fucking bang Dak, Dak Prescott in the ass. He's just there for decoration. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Pollard, and I think two games without Zeke, um, pat self on back. I've been telling you for three years, Pollard's the better back over there. I think in uh, two games without Zeke, he's 279 on the ground and five touchdowns in two games without Ezekiel Fucking so, insane. Get that fucking Ewok out of here. What the fuck are you doing? Ewok. He looks like a fucking Ewok from fucking Star Wars. Uh, anyway, all right, Rackets, go get your kid. Howie, me and you will go tackle some college football right now. And yep. uh, Rackets, we'll catch you back on the flip yep. side. I'll be back. Howie, last night, Maxion, pretty easy, right? Yeah, I had him straight, you had him teased. I mean. Yeah, both of them. You just went with Michigan last night. You were good. I mean, uh, the Maxion's the best, isn't it? I mean, what's the trick to the Maxion, Howie? Tell them all. Tell the world. The the trick is is literally matchups because these teams play each other so much. And if you look, you just look over the last five, ten years, who beats who, who scores. You know, you get these teams that play. There's certain teams that play each other, and they never score over 20 points. Then there's other matchups. You get Miami of Ohio, maybe against Ball State, and they're going <laughs> to light it up. So, uh, last night was, uh, yeah, played like a film, man. It was easy. We, uh, we took the Michigan teams and, and hell, I think it was Western Michigan. They beat the shit out of them. Uh, Central Michigan beat the shit out of them. Western Michigan should have won. Central uh, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about it last night. That's what started our 16 hour fucking love yeah. fest on the phone. But the, uh, the big thing for me, Howie, in that Western Michigan game, I have to bitch about this for a second and then kick to you. Western Michigan is down seven. With five minutes left, or 4.58, whatever the time is. Not a lot of time in the game. Down seven. From, like, the 15-yard line, 12-yard line, 10-yard line, whatever the fuck it was. And it's fourth down, and they kicked the field goal. Like, yeah. 
What are you doing? You just turned a one-score game into a one-score game. You still need a touchdown. So I get that now if you you need a stop, you need to get the punt back, which they did get, and then you need to score a touchdown. Take that shot at the touchdown, Howie. If you yeah. miss it, guess what? They're starting at the 10. So that's a bad position for them to be in. And then try and score a touchdown again. You don't play to win. You play to tie. And then you try to win. Yeah, I didn't understand that. No, uh, why they did that. And then their play calling from the 25 at the end. They get the big play. They get the run. They're running drop back passes with a quarterback who can run that take 15 minutes to develop because receivers are running from here all the way over to here. <laughs> I mean, everyone's so stupid, Howie. But uh, next week, Dewey, we got six Mac games, I think, on Tuesday and Wednesday. That's awesome. That's I love the Mac. I love it. Uh, I'd rather watch the Mac than anyone. Yeah. If you guys aren't signed up, you need to get signed up right now. We have a huge offer going at 4D. Uh, I had a plus 3,400 last night, Evan, in hockey. Had a fucking hat trick. Plus 3,400, plus 700. We're up 80 units in hockey in just a couple weeks. But uh, I will tell you this. If you're going to get signed up, sign up now. Anyone who's a current subscriber, you could buy the rest of the year package. It's like there's only 10 weeks left in the year, and there's five weeks free in this package. So you're basically getting it for half off. College basketball starts next week. Me and Howie will be skull-fucking the shit out of that with Hoffman. Uh, we're rocking right now in hockey. We're rocking right now in all the sports that are going on. And uh, the Mac is finally moving to Tuesday, Wednesday, which they should be doing every week. Howie, we talked about why is the Mac not start conference play and just play Tuesdays and Wednesdays? I don't know, man. It's, you know, it, it's starting to be a tradition thing with uh, with the Mac. I mean, you know, they used, it used to be the <coughs> Mac. That'd be the Thursday night game would be a Mac game. Right. And then they're then they go Wednesday. Wednesdays and Thursdays. Now it's Tuesdays. Perfect. Do every yeah. every Mac game should take place on Tuesday, Wednesday. There's no competition. It's national TV. It'll help for recruiting so that all the players go in there know you're going to be on ESPN, ESPN, yeah. ESPN, U. Every single fucking week when there's nothing to compete with and you don't have to worry about the rest factor of playing on a Tuesday, then a Saturday or a week and a half off because if you're playing every Tuesday, Wednesday, your whole conference – the last 10 weeks of conference play, that's just their cycle. They just cycle it a week off Tuesday to Wednesday. And that's a good – I mean, I, that's a that conference puts out players. I mean, that's what you got, like, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Tony Romo, Kareem Hunt. They all played in the MAC. Yeah. I mean, that's – and it's a fun watch, too. Yeah, it's it a, is. It's a good watch. So, it's good television, good ratings. It's yeah. It would be great for the conference, great for ESPN, great for fucking college football. Yeah, because uh, who the fuck's watching a Kent State game on Saturday afternoon at 3.30 when Alabama's playing fucking Georgia? Like, no one gives a fuck. So, put me in charge. I will run college football. Uh, and, Howie, you will uh, you will be the president, and you will explain to me why Ohio State is ranked higher than Georgia. I looked at that three times yesterday, and I said they, they had to have made a mistake. Right. Because how do you take the number one team who just blows out Florida – and you drop them behind Ohio State and Tennessee, and they're what? They're minus seven and a half, minus eight points against Tennessee this weekend. It's it makes no sense. So how do I you got to wait behind them? You have the number three team in the nation is an eight point favorite this week against the number one team in the nation. Yeah. So someone someone fucked up there. I mean, it, it, and and honestly, from a ratings perspective, as you know, everything that they do is revolving because this doesn't fucking matter for the college football playoffs. They'll throw these things away by then. 
everything they do is to hype up the sport and hype up the viewership, right? Yeah. Isn't it a better marketing move to market one versus two, Tennessee versus Georgia this week, when it doesn't matter because whoever loses, Ohio State's going to move to second next week anyway, no matter who loses? So why do you need them there right now? You know, it's going to be the same thing as, as the past, I don't know, 20 years. And when the playoffs start, Ohio State's going to be <clears> – <throat> going to be the favorite until they play an SEC team. And, and then they're going to get the shit beat out of them on national TV, like they do every year. Um, And then they're going to say, yeah, I don't know how, why do we have them rank one or two again? Yeah. It's, every it's, year they, oh, it's either Michigan or them, and, and they get blown out. Yeah. So what are we looking at tonight? We got a couple games tonight. Uh, Nothing crazy. Uh, I don't like them as much as last night's games. I'm assuming you're in the same boat. We both loved the two dogs last night. Yeah. But uh, what do you like tonight in college football? I like UTEP Rice, App State, Coastal Carolina. You love Coastal, right? Yeah, I, I love Coastal Carolina. Um, I also like Rice. Uh, UTEP, I think, is one in nine playing at Rice. Uh, I don't care how bad Rice is, UTEP doesn't win there. So I do like Rice. Laying the three and a half. Um, I, I think they probably win that game by a touchdown, 10 points. Uh, but then you got a good game. The other game's great. Appalachian State. I love that. It's my, boys versus, it's my boys versus your boys. Those, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, th that's going to be an interesting game. Uh, both teams are loaded. <clears throat> Coastal Carolina, I think, is the class of that uh, league. But then you got App State. They beat Texas A&M, right? Mm -hmm. So. Good team. I like Coastal Carolina at home. It's, I believe it's their first nationally televised game. Uh, I think that place will be packed. Uh, there'll be there'll be a, a bunch of drunk college students down in Myrtle Beach showing up topless to watch the fucking Chanticleers end up beating Appalachian State. But that's going to be a close game. I mean, do we like the over here, Howie? Because, I mean, it's just, you know, not to do fucking uh, a retard math here to break it down, but... Let me just get, like, because I'm a big App State guy, and Howie's a huge Coastal guy, right? And both teams have overproduced to the gills, probably two of the best teams against the spread in the country that we've seen. I, I don't know if they've lost more than one or two games against the spread. I'm going to read you down. We already know how good Coastal is. App State lost 63-61 opening weekend to North Carolina, who is a good team. 17-14, uh, they beat the number six team in the country, Texas A&M, the week after that. 32-28 to Troy. They got edged out by James Madison, who Howie, we know, is a very good team. Yes. Definitely a top 20 team in the country. Uh, they beat Citadel 49 36-24, 42-17, 42-3. They just beat Robert Morris. I think there's going to be points in this fucking game, Howie. Both teams score. Yeah, both these teams throw up a lot. And <laughs> I think this is a... Uh, 63 and a half, I think it's a fucking smidge low. I think this should be like 67, 68. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, you know, uh, Coastal Carolina puts up 30, 40 every game. And uh, so does that. Yeah, they both do. So, yeah. you know, yeah. the one game that Coastal Carolina lost to Old Dominion, score was 49, 21. Right. So, I think it goes over. All right, so you're on Coastal, what do you want, Coastal plus three? Yeah. All right, I always on Coastal plus three, Evan. Uh, I'm with Howie on Rice. Uh, I'm actually going to use them in a parlay piece, uh, though that minus 192. So I'll give you that in a minute. And then I'm on the over 63 and a half uh, for Appalachian State, uh, Coastal Carolina. Um, 
that's it for tonight, right? It's just two games. That's right? it. Yeah. What are you most excited about this weekend? I mean, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch that Georgia Tennessee game. Yeah. What do you think? Let's do a little quick quick preview on that one. You like that? I uh, I think Georgia's going to give them a beating. I think they're the class of that league. They're healthy. Uh, the receivers. He's got a core. And I think that Brock Bowers probably gets 200 yards and three touchdowns against Tennessee. I mean, I could I could easily see that happening. I mean, I, I'm just so biased. I can't. I don't even know if I can put a bet out uh, honestly on that game because I'm a UT fan. So it's just, I don't know if I can bet against Tennessee in this spot. I'm just so fucking excited for it that I'll probably just watch it yeah. uh, as a fan. But uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun game for sure. So uh, all right, Dewey, get out of here. All right, my you man, it, my friend. We will see you in the chat. All right. Catch you later. Be back on tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Joey Rackets. How you doing? You got the kids and everything? You all set? Uh, We're in parent line. Having fun. Parent line? Is Jay Cutler over there with you? Uh, No, but Chronicles are coming. No sign of Jay Cutler. All right. Let's do some NHL and uh, NBA, and then we'll get to the no-hitter that was thrown last night in the fucking World Series. I mean, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, let me give you, let me pull up my NHL stuff here. From the NBA perspective, we have a couple plays that were put in by Sir Brian Healy. Uh, we're going to start moving on the NBA guests starting next week, too. So we'll start having our guys, Healy, Aver, uh, Jerry, Hoffman, coming on to do some NBA. I got two plays from Healy here. You ready, Evan? Yep. All right. Franz, Franz, Hans and Swans, Franz Wagner. Uh, under 22 and a half points and rebounds for Franz. There's really not much NBA tonight. That's why we didn't figure it was important to break guests on. It's two games. So he's got Franz Wagner under 22 and a half points and rebounds. And Shy Gilgis Alexander, my dude, over two and a half turnovers. So those are Brian Healy specials for tonight. Two games, two plays in the NBA. I'm giving you both of them because I'm just that kind of guy. I'm just a fucking loving, wonderful fucking individual. Uh, let me give you a couple hockey bets here right now. Uh, last night on the ice, Tommy G, Tommy Bucks, fire on ice, is rocking the levels that have never been seen. Rackets, I'm back in DFS live final, first day ever playing mode, 2016, doing three hours of hockey research every day. Uh, been killing these shot props. And uh, last night, for the first time all year, I bet a hat trick prop. So it's not like I do these every single day and we just happened to hit one last night. The first time all year I did any hat trick props and we hit the plus 3,400 and plus 700 on my dude Tavares uh, as Toronto just went ham. Like just the easiest bet on the board yesterday. Flyers were coming off a fucking back-to-back overtime game, flying to Canada, backup goalie, hot as fuck, and Toronto was coming off three days off, four-game losing streak, back home, I mean, it was just the perfect spot for the uh, the Leafs to just go out and skull fuck. And they did. They did. We had the over three and a half goals. We had the money line and a parlay. We had Matthews goal. He scored. Tavares hat trick. Uh, absolutely smashed it. Tonight, I'll give you a couple of the bets. <clears throat> one of the ones I like here, if you're on FanDuel, you could parlay shots. And this is one of the things that's been uh, pretty easy, uh, taking the alt shots. So we're going to go with Pasternak. Four plus shots and Ovechkin, three plus shots parlayed together. That's minus 145 on FanDuel. That's Pasternak from the Bruins, 
Ovechkin from Washington, three plus shots for Ovechkin, four plus for Pasternak, minus 145. And I'm gonna, I got four other plays too, which I'm not gonna give you all of them. But I'm gonna give you one that I have my eye on. Uh, Kreider's been out of his mind for the Rangers of late. Uh, really just absolutely killing it. Let me pull it up here, uh, the numbers that I have for him. But I think Kreider has had five, 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 and seven shots in his last four or five games. And the Rangers are running into a situation today where my phone, of course, won't load against the Bruins, uh, which isn't the most optimal matchup. The Bruins are like middle of the road in shots allowed. But I think this game is going to be competitive. I think they're going to focus on taking Zibby. Uh, we got a little Zibanejev play, but I'm going with some alts here. Uh, uh, oh, and I almost called you. Evan, we're going Kreider <laughs> three-plus shots, minus 130, four-plus shots, plus 200, and five-plus shots, plus 420 for Kreider on the New York Rangers. Again, this isn't the most optimal matchup. It's kind of a neutral matchup for this situation, but he's just been blowing through his shot totals of late. Uh, I finally have it here. Let me pull it up. There we go. Imagine Seven shots with last game, Mustang. five, 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 and five, uh, the last five games. So if we could just get three, we're doing three units on that, and then one unit on the other two. So if he just gets three shots, uh, we'll make our money back on that. And I'll throw you one more, one more for later. Uh, I do like Hughes on the New Jersey Devils, over half a point. Uh, total on this game is seven. The Devils coming into this game hot. They're actually one of the best metric teams in all the hockey right now, shockingly. But uh, they're going against the Oilers. And the Oilers give up a ton of shots. The Oilers give up the eighth most shots in the entire league. Hughes has been hot. Um, he gets on the board either with a goal or an assist. So over half a point, I think the juice on that is minus 165. So that is your Tommy Pucks fire on ice breakdown of the day. 56 and 32 up 80.34 units on the season. Let's move on, Rackets. Baseball last night, fucking no-hitter. 7-0, Philly just steals Houston's soul, fucking stealing signs, fucking taking tips off pitchers, beat them 7-0, and they come back and get no hit. Then they get fucking no hit. Um, Christian Javier was awesome last night, but, I mean, Philly couldn't do anything at all. It was fucking gross, dude. <sighs> I mean, listen, Philly hadn't lost the game in the World Series at home. Uh, Philly hadn't lost the game in the playoffs at home the whole time yet right so we're thinking all right they're gonna go out there they got all the momentum you got nola on the mound why did they take nola out i haven't had 70 pitches what your bullpen's not strong why wouldn't you not let nola work through a run or two in that situation and you just pull them and then the fucking floodgates open fucking houston scored in like fucking one inning that was it yeah it was just the the five run inning elvarado uh he hit i think it was he hit el tuve for that first run and then it was that uh, the, the fucking dam broke. No, Nola should have stayed in, dude. It's your fucking ace. You gotta get. You gotta let him work out of that jam. He, he was great the, a few innings before that. They had no yep. runs heading into that. It's not like he gave up two runs, two runs, and then that happened. They hadn't given up anything. He had a few bad batters. You gotta let him work through that in that spot, especially being up two one and at home and trusting your offense going against Javier, who's in my opinion the best pitcher in the entire. World Series, uh, we I slammed him against the Yankees when everyone thought the Yankees were going to fucking win. But, I mean, I that was insane, dude. That was absolutely insane. Uh, I see Jimmy in the chat saying, saving him for Game 7. Dude, I'm talking giving him another batter or two. 
Like you don't worry about yeah. game seven when you're up two no. one. Like no. you, you need to win games. You win there, the series is over. You win the game that's ahead of you, right in front and, of you. You don't worry and about the series it. Series is over if you win last night, Rackets. It's yeah. done. Philly goes up three one. It's over. That series is done. So there's no saving him, and, and not even saving him. Let him go another batter. See if he gets a double play. See if he can get a strikeout. See if he get something. You just don't bring a fucking reliever in the fucking goddamn World Series in that spot with the bases loaded. Fucking so stupid. Uh, what do you like tonight uh, for the World Series Rackets? Uh, back on the Phillies, I, I they got to they if they if they don't win tonight, the series is fucking done in six. But I think they win tonight and at least. I think it ends up going seven, full seven, though. I think that it's going to go Phillies, Astros, and then who the fuck knows what happens in game seven. I mean, I think this is the easiest bet of the entire World Series, right? This, these are two very tough teams to bet on, right? I mean, we got to be honest. Phillies got grit. They got heart. They're deep. Their pitchers are erratic. Houston's kind of the same thing. Grit and heart. Their hitters haven't been hitting. Alvarez was dis- invisible up until yesterday. Altuve was invisible for fucking two and a half rounds. So it's been very tough to gauge, you know, who's going to show up, who's going to do what uh, for both these teams. Today is, in my opinion, the easiest game to bet this because you got to hit every type, every over angle you you can on today's game. Uh, Philly's going to come out firing, coming off a no-hitter. They're going to be excited. The bullpen arms for Houston pitched very high-stress situations yesterday. There's nothing more stressful than trying to maintain a no-hitter in the World Series. So these yep. are high-stretch innings that they're coming off of. Um, Cindergaard is the weakest pitcher on the Philly staff. It's the reason they bumped him and put Ranger Suarez in the other day. And Verlander sucks in the playoffs. Like, I don't know if people realize this. He's not good in the playoffs. He has not been good, at least for the last few years. And he's not been And especially bad in the World Series. Yeah, so this is, this is a great spot to look for both these teams to come out, put up some production, put up some runs today. And you can get the six and a half at like minus 140. I mean, I'm taking the seven and a half, uh, Evan, over seven and a half minus 105 and the six and a half minus 140. I want them both. I'm playing both of them. And I have about six different bets that we're going to have for the subscribers that I'll save. You got to sign up for deepbets.com that I'll give you on this game. I I love this game. I may have 10 bets on this game. Uh, This is the one World Series matchup game against these two teams. The easiest bet ever was Philly to win the first home game and Bryce Harper to go fucking ham, which we hit. This is the second easiest. So a uh, few more bets on that, but I like the over in this game. That's the way to go. And then I do side with the Rackets. If I'm picking a side, I'm picking the Philly side uh, here in this one. But uh going to be spending my money on runs and props in this game. So we'll be going a little wild with that. Uh, what do we got next, NFL? Yep. All right, what do you think, Rackets? We got Philly tonight. We got no Brandon Cooks. Houston's fucking uh, a mess, but I mean, Philly's their just defense jump is still kind of. I don't know. Their defense is still kind of good, man. It's uh, this. Everybody. All I see is uh, Philly blowout. My, well, I, obviously, you, you see the minus eight hundred on the fucking money line. I don't think the Texans like hang in it, but I don't think they win forty to ten. Uh, I think this game stays under. To be honest with you, I think there's a prime under game. I mean, listen, it's a primetime game, right? It's a Thursday night game, short week. A, a lot, I think a lot of people don't factor in that on these short weeks, you're looking at situations where the teams don't get to practice much. They're out of rhythm. They're, they're not right. It's not just that it's Thursday night and everyone's rigging the games, which is a big part of it. But it's also that 
They get one day of practice. Monday's a recovery day. Tuesday's a real practice. Wednesday's the day before a game. You're not going hard. So, you know, teams aren't right. Teams don't do well. Under 45 and a half, I think your main concern here is, you know, do the Eagles still 35 yeah. points, right? But um, listen, everything's backwards on a fucking primetime slate. So for me, I'm not going to be jumping on the Jalen Hurts rushing and all that kind of stuff just because it's – I don't like running – betting on quarterbacks to run. I see a lot of people talking about that. Uh, quarterbacks to run when they're going to have a lead, right? Like it's something you normally do when you have to and not when you're up 21. But I'm going right back to Jalen Hurts' touchdown rackets. Uh, it's minus 110. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts' touchdown, I'm sure you may even like that for two Bill, touchdowns. I'm sure Bill, yeah, I would say Bill would probably be betting the two touchdowns. Um, it's – I. These none of these offenses ever show up on these fucking primetime games. So, I mean – I, I I prefer it with an interdivision uh, matchup on Thursday night, but unless Philly scores thirty-five or forty themselves, I don't see the Texans scoring fourteen. So I'm 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 good with the under forty-five and a half. This is, in my opinion, a very good game for the thirteen-point same game teaser. Um, this is you'd be getting Philly minus one, right? You'd be getting Houston plus twenty-seven points. Okay, I mean. Can they not cover that? Probably they can't, but, I mean, that's a fucking haul to get four touchdowns in an NFL game. Uh, you'd be looking at over 32 and a half. Are you writing this down, Ev, as I say? Uh, I was doing the over, or the under, rather. All right, just let me know when you're ready, and I'll repeat it. Yep, go ahead. Uh, over 30. You ready? Yep. So it would be Philly minus one, Houston plus 27, over 32 and a half, and then under 58 and a half. So basically in a game like this, all we're doing is If Houston down. scores first, if Houston scores first, you're up 34 points on your on your bet. Like it right. That's insane. I mean, all you need <laughs> to feel even if they get a field goal, you're up over four touchdowns, right? So, yeah. I mean, even if Philly's up four touchdowns, at that point starters are pulled and you could backdoor, right? So, yep. uh, I, I think this I love the games that are two and a half, two point spreads. And I love the games that are gigantic spreads where you're getting one team down to one and the other team up to 27. Uh, some books you won't be able to get down on that, but get creative and find the ones that do. We do it for deepbets.com. Um, my favorite prop for this game is going to be, let me just pull it up here. Um, I think I'm going to be jumping on a very motivated wide receiver core that is going to be seeing an opportunity to uh, do something. Now, keep in mind, the Eagles are a very difficult team to throw on, right? Rackets, this is one of the better, you know, yep. secondaries in the league. So I'm actually going to be taking a little small pivot here and going over to my boy, Damian Pierce, uh, from the receiving side of the ball. I think Pierce has a decent receiving guy. I'm just trying to pull it out. My computer to give me shits. I have 17 and a half receiving yards for Pierce. Um, I'm interested in... Moore and Dorsett and all these secondary options without Brandon Cooks there. But I think right now I'm going to need another hour or two. This Cooks news just kind of broke today, and I've been running around like a maniac. So I'm going to need a little more time to dig in and find which secondary receiver. Maybe it's uh, Brevin Jordan. But uh, I, I think Damian Pierce should should uh, do some work out of the backfield here today. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Uh, 17 yards, you can get that on one fucking catch. Yeah. So can, I'm uh, good with that. And then the uh, – Rushing and receiving for Pierce isn't horrible either at 85. The problem is I'm just a little bit worried. Philly starts fast, and if they start too fast, 
which they normally do, and this game is 14 nothing. you might see them really just be throwing the ball the whole game. So Pierce is going to be involved. I think this is a plus matchup for him from the receiving standpoint because if you look at Houston Rackets, they've been in almost every game. That's why that's why I like the under man. I think they just kind of hang. Like I don't think that I don't I don't think they can blow it out tonight. And I, I I'm not saying that it's going to be a three point game or anything like that, but it's going to be a lot closer than people think it's going to be. Yeah, and, and I mean you look at it, seventeen ten last week at thirty eight twenty to to Vegas, and that game wasn't as bad as it looked. But four catches for twenty five yards in that one for Pierce, the one blowout. 13-6, So when you look at Damian Pierce's receiving numbers, you might look at the Texans and say the Texans fucking suck, but they're in every game. So if this could be the mm-hmm. first blowout game, this dude's got 20 catches on the year. If there's ever a ceiling reception game for him with a game flow, this is it. So 17 and a half is fucking stealing money in my opinion on this bet. might get that half it already moved up to yep. uh, 19 and a half yeah so i mean it's already up to 18 and a half here now that i'm looking as we're talking so i guess people are hitting but i just, I just think that's absolute theft and that's then you crazy yeah. rackets that fucking the quarterback security blanket brandon cooks is fucking not there uh, yep. i mean every that that number should be 25 and a half <laughs> it's it's that's the word one of the worst lines Especially for how many snaps he's playing, too. It's, he's getting a heavy amount of snaps. What's up? He's getting a heavy amount of snaps, too. It's not like he's only he's barely playing or only playing 20%, you know? Yeah, I, I just don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, on an injury front for this game, really, Cooks is the only guy out. Um, you got to get down to, like, Nico Collins, I believe, is out. Uh, and then outside of that, you're talking about, like, the fifth running back for Houston. But – uh pretty much nico collins and brandon cook so we're gonna have some opportunities there do your digging um, uh, or sign up before he bets for dorsett and uh more uh and those guys will give you a little information on that later um we have we have feeling philo philo whatever in the chat we do have a boost on this game tonight and it's worrying me because aj brown 50 plus receiving yards and jalen hurts plus jalen hurts plus 200 passing yards that's plus 100 and if you I mean, heard, what's up? No, go on, go on. If you heard about the boost that they had last night, it was the Sixers and the uh, Phillies to have over 19 and a half hits and three pointers made. Philly, the Sixers hit 19 three pointers, and Philly didn't get a single hit, so that didn't hit. And there was a Bryce Harper boost for one and a half bases too. <laughs> Tell so, me they so don't know something. Tell me they don't know. 19 three pointers. And I mean, it's unbelievable. Do it, do a quick uh, giveaway here, uh, Evan, because I promised one on Twitter. So, what did I got to put? Exclamation point free. Yeah, uh, give me. Don't do it right now. Nope. Here, let me. When Evan says go, do that. We'll give away a free week, uh, so you guys can see what we're doing over here. Uh, the that actually encourages me on the boots, though, and it should encourage the shit out of rackets on the boots because he's talking about the under. I'm talking about staying away from the big names and going for this little shit. And the boosts yep. are all fucking A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts. So good. So I let, yep. let him. Let's let go. Him. Oh, man, right. on that. I'm going to have some Miles Sanders action, but I'm definitely going to have some uh, some Houston action on that. But, yeah, I'm not going near it. The other boost here, A.J. Brown, 50 yards. Pierce, 50 rushing yards. Good. We're on the other side. So if we're betting the receiving prop, you want the boost to be the rushing prop because we know Pierce is going to be on the field and we know he's going to be involved. Another positive for Damian Pierce receiving prop and then verlander five plus strikeouts is uh 
the other boost over there on FanDuel. Uh, another one is both Eagles and Phillies to win, boosted to plus 220. That's not good for the Phillies. Back. That's not good. That's not a good one. That's not a good you one. You guys know I, I usually do the double results, but I will not be doing a double result tonight because I'm sure Philly Philly is minus 300. Yeah, and I, already have a, I already have a – we already have a bet out for Philly to win the World Series, and this is a pivotal game, game five, obviously. So we basically have a bet on Philly to win this game right now anyway, so I'm just going to pound props and totals. I, I'm rooting for Philly. I lean Philly. I don't think I'm going to bet uh philly though tonight uh evan you want to do the giveaway already uh, it's up to you we're gonna wrap it up in a minute so if you want to it'll, say anything it'll be it'll be my final words oh the giveaway Ooh. will be your final words you guys better hurry up this giveaway you got about fucking two minutes not even you got about this, two minutes this was the this was the fastest 60 minutes on television here we ran through 15 sports and 20 plays and i mean what 40 minutes 44 minutes and 47 seconds I'm like a freight train right now. I didn't even do any blow yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, WCA finals tonight. Ange Jabor. Bet her. Ange Jabor. I don't know what the line is. Don't care. Bet her. Hold on. Let me find you the line there. Uh, what did you say? Tennis. We're going to bet on... Uh... Didn't she retire? Who, who was Jabor? it? That... No. Who was it that retired? What, are you crazy? No, who retired? Oh. What's the other girl? Who, Serena? She didn't retire. No, the fucking number one player in the world. Women's tennis, they retired. Harmony Tan? Uh, oh, Barty. Ash Barty? Ash Barty? Yeah, Ash Barty? Yeah, she's retired. They're both, they're both chubby fucking chubby bitches, chubby gangsters. Hans <laughs> uh, Jabor minus 160. Uh, yeah, man. Give me give Hans Jabor. All the Hans Jabors. I think it's tomorrow, though. Is it tomorrow? Yeah, I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, it's Friday. I thought it was tonight. What's the what's tonight's match then? I didn't even look. Uh, I saw Jabor and got excited. Let me see. Tonight, Friday, eleven a.m. Mm -mm. Is it Pagula? Is it the Pagula match tonight? Hmm, fucking no, I she can't. Sucks. Bet, bet against Pagula. She's trash. Let me see. You like got Jang, Jang McNally. That's doubles. Spiatek uh, Garcia minus three forty. Uh, yeah, that's. That's the night. Uh, Coco, gonna win Coco, Coco Kasatkina. Uh, Dasha. Bet Dasha Kasatkina. Daria Kasatkina plus 120 or something. That's a good right, bet. So take take uh, Anz Jabor off and uh, we'll put that on. Put Kasatkina on tonight and we're going to bet Jabor tomorrow. You might, if you want to do a parlay with them both, be my guest. Go ahead. All right. Kasatkina plus 120. I don't I know. I like Kasatkina tonight. K-A-S-A-T-K-I-N-A. K-A-S-A-T-K-I-N-A. What's the line there? Uh, plus 120. 120. All right. Plus 120. Everyone's asking where Bill is. We don't fucking know, dude. No yes. one fucking knows. <laughs> I mean, Bill's let's, bad, let's dude. Just give you, the, the, you know where Bill is in the fucking chat room? Fucking making fun of us on Twitter, trolling the shit out of us. So Bill first had food poisoning because he ate fucking bad sausage and egg. Right? <laughs> and then the next day, he went. I drive him to the hospital. We find out he's fucking anemic. And then after that, he's got a fucking like infection in his body. Now he's at like some fucking uh, getaway resort, getting fucking IVs pumped in him from like 9 a.m. to fucking 5 p.m. Tomorrow he'll probably have AIDS. Uh, who, who knows? We have no idea what's going on. That he just he, developed. That he didn't get that he had. Didn't yeah, have he just, time he it's not the vaccine though. We know it's not the vaccine. So YouTube, don't don't. We are pro Bill is pro vaccine. 
Go Rob, very pro vaccine on stage. Pro vaccine, pro booster. He's pro, pro vaccine. Bill Rupp will tell you get your vaccine, everybody. And uh, then have 14 mysterious fucking autoimmune divisions. He's probably gonna have Crohn's disease by Wednesday, Lyme uh, <laughs> disease on Thursday. I mean, the fucking kids, he hasn't healed from falling down a step seven months ago. I mean, it's a disaster. Disaster. So, when will Bill be back? Wow, fucking 50 50. Is he going to be back in a show or is he going to die? I don't know. One or the other. <laughs> I hope, I, if for me, honestly, I just hope he dies on the show. Because we need the ratings. Ooh, that's, like, content. that's good content. If you're going to die, do it on the show. Right? We can play that forever. We can fucking start to go fund me and just steal all that money. Fucking, we can do a lot of things with that. So, Bill, if you're out there listening, you fucking troll. Uh, do us a favor, get better so you can die here. Okay? Final words, Joey Rackets. Uh, Rupp and Rackets, Cocaine Legos Edition, 530, 6 o'clock. I'm back on another show again. Back, back on another one. My God, Bill, get back. <laughs> I gotta pick up all these goddamn shows. Evan Hands, final words. My final words are congrats oh, to right. AOD. I all always, right, I gotta get my kid. I'll see you later. I always yeah. see him in the chat. What is a- it? A O D. A O D. Welcome to A O four D. A O D. How you doing, huh? A O D. Welcome to four D. <laughs> How you doing? All right. And if you're already in four D and I don't know, forgive me. We have thousands of people here. Uh, say hi in the chat, and I'll say what's up. Uh, welcome A O D. You have a free week. Uh, what does he do for the free week? Uh, oh, still DM Bill Rupp. He'll get back to you eventually. I mean, listen, if he could stroll us in the fucking chat, he yeah. could fucking he can, it, yeah. he can answer his, he can get off TikTok for a minute and go to his phone. Yeah, he could, he could shift it while he's getting fucking pumped in vitamins or fucking grapefruit juice or whatever's going in his goddamn <laughs> fucking vitamin C, whatever the hell he's getting in his fucking veins. Um, and get over to 4D Bets, guys. Now, 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 now. What the fuck are you waiting for? Now, now. Five weeks free, rest of the year. It's fucking dirt cheap. There's packages as low as $37. I posted on my fucking Twitter. You can see it's the pinned tweet. We were talking about how everyone, if you listen to fucking Monday's show, everyone in the goddamn company hit a plus 3,000. Even Evan fucking dropped a plus 300. No offense, Evan. I don't mean to say it in that way, but you're not a handicapper here. You are a great, good-looking young uh, lad. You're our handicap. That is true. (laughs) Fucking Trevor hit a plus 5,000. Hoffman hit a plus 3,000. Rackets almost at a plus 56,000. And I felt left out. I felt left out. Everyone was hitting plus 3,000. So what do I do yesterday? Plus 700, plus 3,400. We don't die. We multiply. Get in now. We are hot. Every sport is coming. You're going to have to be here for college basketball. Because basketball Jesus is about to rise like the Phoenix. And So get in now. Get the discount. This is not staying up forever. Get in. 4DFest.com. No promo code needed. Just go buy the rest of the season. Buy DFS, buy gambling, buy it all. And uh, let's fuck. So for Evan Hand, Howie Dewey, Joey Rackets, the fucking anemic Lyme disease, Crohn's disease, crippled troll Bill Rupp, I am Tommy G. See you tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern, unless Zoom is down. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. Let's go. Let's go.